Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The radio home of the Buffalo Sabres. Live from KeyBank Center, this is the Post Game Show on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Here's your host, Brian Cozio. Far corner, Darlene looking for Skinner. Plays it through center. Sabres with the break for Thompson. Lays it back to the far circle. Scores! Jack the mighty Quinn! Buffalo with 13.5 seconds remaining in the second. There's your game-winning goal, a monster one from Jack Quinn. Dan Dunleavy there on the call. Late second period that put Buffalo up 4-1, to one, and they go on to win it by a 5-3 to three margin. The play of the game right there from Jack Quinn. It's brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. Welcome back here to the Press Box. Brian Colsey with you. Hope you enjoyed that one. 5-3 Sabres get it done as they beat the Lightning for the second consecutive game. We'll be heading down to the locker room in just a few moments. Paul Hamilton on his way to the Sabres dressing room to get player reaction. Pat, from what should be a very excited room, uh, the Sabres coming through with a monster second period in a very chippy game here today between the Sabres and the Lightning. Yeah, when all is said and done, the Sabres scored five straight goals on their way to this victory today. A lot of big hits. I know Riley Stillman didn't come back in the game after that fight that he had, but uh, you saw the, the response of his teammates after uh, getting into a fight with uh, Janot. So you know, it had a little bit of everything. It was along the razor's edge a little bit at times in terms of some of the, the hits that were given by both sides. And uh, I'll give the Sabres credit. They never backed down. And that's one thing we've seen from the Sabres team the last year or so. Teams might be bigger than them. They might throw their weight around more. But that wasn't the case today, and the Sabres haven't backed down from a fight. I remember the two games in Sweden against this Tampa team where Tampa, I thought, played a dirty, tough physical game, and the Sabres had no answer in those games. And I believe maybe that was the end for even uh, Vladimir Saboka where he got the concussion on what I thought was a cheap high hit. Nevertheless, Tampa has played this game for years and been excellent at it, especially against Buffalo because the Sabres just kind of haven't had anything to respond today in seeing it in person, like, it was impressive that Buffalo did not back down. Yeah, there's multiple different instances, whether it's Dylan Cousins after a, a hit on Labushkin by uh, Maroon uh, that that could have could have been, uh, you know, it was kind of a, a close hit. Um, other situations today, the Stillman fight, where he just says, you know what, enough's enough. I need yeah. to, to kind of set a tone here. And, um, you know, the hit by Darlene, which resulted in a kneeing penalty. Look, that was a penalty. Yeah. But the Sabres are finding ways of their own to respond in different ways to Tampa Bay. 5-3, Buffalo victorious as uh, we welcome you again here to the postgame. We'll be heading out of the locker room shortly. But as we said, Riley Stillman got in that fight, did not return. The team uh, officially saying it's an upper body injury, so we'll see if there's any update coming up from Don Granado. But that's your injury report 
Brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. The good news on the injury report front defensively, Pat, was that Rasmus Dahlin returned today. Obviously a much-needed return. He was involved in the game on both sides. Yeah, you mentioned the penalty, but also helped set up the, one of the Sabres' goals. The first one of the game, uh, Tage Thompson, when he kept the puck in at the blue line um, and you know was the Rasmus Dahlin that we've seen and uh, didn't show any ill effects. It didn't look like um, with the way he was uh, throwing his body around and, and, and taking part in, in regular shifts uh, throughout the course of the game. So uh, and that was needed when uh, so many guys, Labushkin at one time, I think it was blocking a shot, uh, had to have uh, had to have an extra minute on the bench. We saw in the third period it was Yoki Haru kind of laboring a little bit. It's, everybody's dinged up at this point of the year, but when, when you're already without Stillman, who was done for the game, uh, you needed a guy like Darlene to be available. We were keeping an eye on this, and Stamkos, Kucherov, and Point didn't play a shift in the third period as of at least with, at the seven-minute mark. We'll have to see if they ended up getting in in the final minutes here. But uh, head coach John Cooper obviously maybe unhappy with what was going on, uh, making quite a statement there. We'll have to see they ended up getting in. I know we were kind of noticing that along the way, but three of the premier players, not only for Tampa but in the league, uh, maybe seeing some bench time there uh, as Buffalo goes on to win this one by a 5-3 to three margin. Let's get you some final stats here while we wait for Paul. Brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. The shots end up 36-34. Uh, actually, hold on. Let's, uh, the scoreboard is wrong here. It's 30, 36-34. Yes, Tampa. Uh, power plays 1 of 5 for the Lightning, 2 of 5 for the Sabres. We'll see if if the reason for those three not playing as much is it was uh, Point and Stamkos on the ice for Jack Quinn's goal with just seconds to go in that second period. And Stamkos and Point were on the ice for uh, at least two of the goals of, of the final three of that second period as well. So uh, maybe John Cooper just – maybe he was just giving his veterans a, a little bit of a rest or also trying to tell them that, look, at the end of a period, that's a goal that we cannot allow the Sabres to score. And maybe when Skinner scores right away and it's 5-1, maybe John Cooper's sitting here saying, well, this is an opportunity to, quote, send a message, but at the same time rest my guys for a spot that we know Tampa is kind of locked into anyway, which is in that 2-3 matchup in the Atlantic. They played a lot of hockey the last three years having gone to the Stanley Cup Finals. So, yeah, it could be a little bit of both. Yeah, it could be his chance to send the message, but kind of working in his favor of, like, well, They'll think they're bench, but for me, it's a it's a good coach's decision to maybe hold them out to keep them fresh. And for the Sabers, you know, again, you've got a shorthanded goal by Jost. You've got even strength goals. Skinner scores the power play goal. Yep. All right, let's go down to the room. Tage Thompson is up first, live with Paul. Thanks, Brian. Tage, big win for you guys. Uh, no matter what happened in the game, you guys just kept going forward and forward, didn't you? Yeah, I think uh, we needed a big response after our last game against Boston. Um, I think. We were on our heels a little bit last game, and I think tonight coming in, we just want to make sure that no matter what happened, whether um, they get a push or not, um, we're, we're stepping on the gas the whole time. And um, I think we did a good job taking away time and space from them. I think in the third, they got a little bit of a push there, and um, you know, I think we handled pretty pretty well. How big was it in the first? I mean, you were playing a good game, especially five on five, and you find yourselves down one nothing, just to be able to get that goal, tie it up, because you were playing a good game. I thought. Yeah, I think so. I think it was tough to get into a little bit of a rhythm there in the first and, uh, you know, with all the penalties, um, I think we found our footing in the second and um, started to settle into our game a little bit. And um, obviously Ricky makes a, a lot of big saves there to keep it close. Um, yeah, so it was, a, it was a good game all around. I thought we, we played hard. 
chippy game, but you guys didn't seem to mind. I mean, you guys were right there for it. Yeah, they, uh, I think frustration probably set in a little bit for them. They got running around a bit, and um, obviously Stilly stands up big there, uh, big fight, and I think that kind of settled the game back down. And um, you know, that was that was big on him, and um, you know sets the tone for the rest of the game, and um, allows us to kind of just settle in and get back to our game. It's Jordan Greenway is now a teammate of yours again. It's been a while, but you were teammates with him. What do you remember of him? Yeah, big guy, obviously really fast, um, got a lot of skill, and um, I think he's just going to fit in really really well with this group on and off the ice. Um, you know, we're excited to have him, and I think he's going to add a lot to the lineup. Yeah, obviously it's uh, you know, very tragic what happened to him, and um, our thoughts and prayers are with, with his family and uh, friends and everyone involved, and um, you know, just thanking him for, for his service and all the uh, men and women who put their lives on the line. So um, obviously the city in times like these pull, pulls together, and um, nice to be able to get a win. Cage, what does it mean to you guys? You had 32 wins all of last year. This was your 32nd year, and we're only in the beginning of March. What does that mean to you guys as a team? I think it just shows we're making good strides. Um, we're getting better every day, and um, that's all you can really ask for. And I think that's kind of been our MO from the start of the year is just take a day at a time and try to get better. And, um, you know, I think the results will take care of itself. And I think that's what we're seeing now. We're starting to win games and games against big teams. So we found ourselves in a, in a good spot here in March trying to find a way into playoffs, and um, I think everyone's excited for that. So just got to keep pushing. Thank you, Tage. Tage Thompson, now Eric Comrie. the statement made by this club against Tampa in this game with all the shenanigans that were going on in that game, and you guys had answers for almost everything. No, I mean, the team team played great. I mean, like, again, we've played great for a long time here now. We've been playing really well, um, and I think it's just we'll keep going and keep keep getting the momentum. I mean, we don't care about what's going on in the game, the shenanigans, like you said, or what's going on. We're just kind of stick to our process, and uh, and Donnie does a really good job of making sure that we just keep, keep sticking the next shift, next shift, leave the game in a better spot for the next guys up. Eric, you've won four games in a row now. What does that mean to you to get in the net and win four in a row? Uh, I mean, it's it's good. I mean, it's really good. We need the wins right now, so it's uh, it's important. And it uh, feels good. Team's giving me a lot of goal support. I feel really good. Like I said earlier, I feel like I'm getting back to the spot where uh, I felt at the start of the year when we are, our team was fully healthy. I mean, this is I, I was hurt for a while there, and then started the year I played a couple games, and I was talking to Sammy. I think this is Sammy and I's sixth or seventh game together all year, which is kind of weird because we both got injured. I mean, so it's I feel good right now. I feel really good. feel really happy with where my game's at and where the team's playing. The way the team responded, no matter what happened, you guys you know, didn't get the – you got the short end of some calls, but it didn't seem to detour you as a team. I mean, you guys kept coming, kept coming. It didn't bother your game. How, how do you think you're able to just keep concentrating, even though maybe some things weren't going your way as a team? No, for sure. I mean, I, I, I mean, you, everything, think, every team thinks you get the short end of your calls. It doesn't matter who you are. I mean, the refs are doing the best they can, and they're, they're humans too. I mean, and they, I thought they did a really good job tonight. I mean, either way, I bet you that team says the same thing. That's just the way life is. Um, but, no, I think that I think Donnie does a really good job of just making sure we just stick to the process, stick to what we want to do, and making sure that we go out there and leave the game in a better spot for the next guys up and just make sure we keep building on next shift, next shift, next shift. And it doesn't matter what the score is. doesn't matter what's happening in the game. It's just sticking to your, your routine, your process, and just playing your good shift. Why do you think you guys match up so well at Tampa Bay? I mean, you've had four good competitive games against Tampa Bay. I mean, all four of them have been that way. Why, why do you think you guys play them so well? I, I mean, I truly think we play every team really well in this league. I think we have a team in this locker room that can play anybody straight up in this league, and, and we're, we're confident about that. We have, we have a swagger right now. I think 
maybe we lost a swagger for maybe two games there, but I think we got it back, and I think we understand, like, hey, we can play with anybody in this league, and we're good enough for any, to play anybody in this league, and we're, when we're confident, we, we have a lot of trust in ourselves and a lot of trust in our system, and we just go out there, and we can, we can hang with anybody. Thank you, Eric. Awesome, thanks so much. Eric Comrie on the post game. Brian, back to you. All right, Eric Comrie there. Before that, Tage Thompson as we bring it back up here to the press box. I like the confidence there in, in the question by Paul asking if what it means to be able to go toe-to-toe. Yeah. Back to the room, Jack Quinn now live. Jack, uh, no matter what happened in the game, you guys seem to be able to stay on your game. It didn't matter what calls were made, what was going on in the game. It never bothered the team. Uh, what made you guys just keep going forward no matter what went on? Yeah, I think we were just kind of confident in uh, if we played the way we can, uh, you know, we were going to have success. How about you yourself? I mean, you, you again rip a shot uh, that, that winds up going in. Uh, what's been the key maybe to your success the, ma- the past month or so? Uh, I think just playing with confidence um, and, um, you know, playing with Tajin, Skinny, um, getting some good looks. So um, it's been going well. Last time we talked, you had played with them, but you had never practiced with them. I mean, you just got thrown on the line and did pretty well. Now that you've had a chance to play some games, have a little practice with them, uh, what, what's been a difference for you now to, to maybe get used to them a little bit? Yeah, I think just, um, you know, getting comfortable and kind of learning tendencies and stuff. And I think chemistry's kind of built over time. So um, just try to keep getting better and better as, uh, you know, we spend more time on the ice. You know, you guys go 2-1-1 one, one against Tampa. They're four wild games. What kind of statement did this club make, given all that Tampa has done the last three years to play that way against them all season? Yeah, obviously a great team, and I think uh, we've kind of just been able to bring our best when uh, we've, we've come up against them. You know, do you think that your speed as a group bothers them a little? I mean, they have experience and guile, but they got a lot of mileage in themselves too. Do you think your speed has bothered them in some of these games? Well, I don't know if it bothers them, but I think that would be our strength as a team, and that's kind of how we want to take it to teams and um, that would be kind of our advantage, I guess. Um, so maybe a little. You guys initiated in this game, whether it was physical play, whether it was skating, the whole thing. How, how big was that, that you guys were the guys that were out there initiating? Yeah, I think it's big. I think it um, kind of shows where our mindset was about how big of a game it was. And um, I think it just comes down to us competing, and that's what we did today. What's it like to get a big body, you know, like Stillman and another one's coming when Greenway shows up here Monday? It's awesome, yeah. It's a physical presence. It's great to have up there. Thank you, Jack. Jack Quinn on the post game. Brian, back to you. All right, thank you very much. Jack Quinn getting the game winner with just 14 seconds to go in period number two. Sabres victorious by a score of 4-1. Final three stars tonight. Eric Comrie, I'm sorry, 5-3, to three. thank you, 5-3 to three the final. Uh, Eric Comrie is your third star. He faced 34 shots and able to make 30, excuse me, faced 36 shots and made 33 saves. Uh, star number two, Tyson Jost, had the big shorthanded goal to put Buffalo up 3-1. to one. And Tage Thompson, star number one, goal and an assist, goal number 42 for Tage. Tage Thompson is the electric player of the game, brought to you by Town Auto Group. For an electrifying performance, check out Town Auto Group's lineup of EVs. The attendance tonight, 19,070 here at KeyBank Center. Buffalo's next game is at home Monday, 7.30 puck drop. The Edmonton Oilers and Connor McDavid will be in town. We'll have the game for you right here on the Sabres radio network. For all of our local affiliates, we're going to say goodbye to you at this time. If you want to keep listening, you can go to WGR550.com or listen in on the Odyssey app. And for all of you listening on WGR, more postgame coming up. We'll have Don Granado's postgame comments, get you some more highlights, update you on the standings, and also Kevin Adams, his thoughts on the trade deadline, the Sabres general manager. All that coming up. Final score, 
Buffalo 5, Tampa Bay 3. I'm Brian Colthiel. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Perfect with a shot. Pat St. made. Oh, Comrie. Somehow through a crowd is down, sprawling and keeping that one out as well. A couple of big saves there from Eric Comrie. He makes 33 in this one tonight as the Sabres win it by a score of 5-3. to three. Our save of the game brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily. Well, Rasmus Dahlin returned, comes through with an assist, setting up Tage Thompson for Buffalo's first goal. He played 15-43, so not the normal minutes that he normally does. Uh, Owen Power played almost 25 minutes, 24-54, to lead all Sabres in ice time. Uh, Dylan Cousins, the most shots on the team. He had five of the game. Tyson Jost with four, and Victor Olofsson with three as uh, the Sabres getting it done here, picking up a much-needed win. What does it mean in the standings? Well, for the moment, Pittsburgh 71 tops the wild card. They're going to play the Panthers later tonight at six. The Islanders got a win today, so they are now sitting uh, with 70 points, and then the Sabres pick up the win. I'm sorry, they have 72 points, and then the uh, Sabres have 68. So up to the second, Islanders won with 72, Pittsburgh wildcard two with 71, and then Buffalo right now sitting as the outside looking in at 68 points percentage-wise. The Sabres, though, still just barely ahead of the Islanders with those four games in hand. Sabres head coach Don Granato coming up here shortly while we wait. It's the first response from the fans. Time now brought to you by ServPro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy. ServPro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy responds first and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. You can always send me your thoughts after each and every game at Brian WGR. Well, Jamie writes in and says, 
All gas, no brakes. Loving how Teach Thompson says they stepped on the gas the whole time. I would agree. I don't really think there was really any sort of down lull moments for the Sabres in this game here. Uh, the officials made it tough. There was a lot of stoppages, a lot of whistles, but then there wasn't at times penalties called that I thought should have been, especially in the first period. I thought maybe the Sabres, they were on the short end of some of those calls. But nevertheless, Buffalo kind of fought through it. Uh, you heard Paul at the uh, end of the first period talk to Zemgis Gergensen, and Gergensen said, look, you know, we we got to kind of push through that, even though maybe we do disagree with some calls. So I thought the Sabres... The fact that maybe in those first period did maybe get some calls that maybe didn't go their way, able to get through it uh, with it being tied at one and then coming out storming there in the second period. You talk about stepping on the gas. That was the uh, goals two, three, and four. That big goal from Quinn in the final seconds of that period. It was actually a great look for Stamkos coming down with about 30 seconds to go. Comrie makes the save, and then they go back the other way where Quinn ends up scoring at 19.46 of period two. That ultimately, that wrist shot from Quinn for his 12th of the year ended up being the game-winning goal. All right. Other stats to look at here while we wait for the Sabres head coach. Uh, Henry Yokiharyu was banged up a little there. Physical game for him, four hits. Uh, we know, again, Riley Stillman left the game with an upper body injury. He did take a big hit in terms of a punch uh, in that fight. Stillman, in this game, played just under eight minutes and was credited with two hits. But we know Jordan Greenway will be coming on Monday. For those of you wondering, like, why didn't he play today? Uh, the plan was maybe to try to get him in, but they had some weather issues uh, with his flights coming into Buffalo, so he got rerouted and uh, was not able to get here in time to suit up to be in this game today. Now, who comes out of the lineup? That'll be interesting, too. After coming off a win, you'd think, well, is it Vinny Hinestroza? Well, Hinestroza's played good, I think, in the game since he's back in. He scores again today. You know, other candidates, Tyson Jost maybe, but he scored and played well. Um, I know fans are saying, you know, Victor Olofsson is in a slump right now. Could he be a possibility? Um, I thought at least his game was better today. He and Paterka had two opportunities to score uh, on a pair of two-on-ones in the second period. They couldn't convert them. The first one was a really nice play. It just ended up not being stopped by Elliott. The second one, I thought Paterka uh, maybe should have taken the shot instead of trying to get the pass through. It ultimately ended up getting deflected, but Olofsson, we know scoring-wise, has been uh, in a little bit of a slump lately himself as he's been stuck on 23 goals for quite a while, but um, still the Sabres doing this right now, still without Alex Tuck. Uh, I would expect uh, Tuck to at least still maybe miss at least another week or so. Uh, the Sabres officially still right now calling it a week-to-week lower body injury. Uh, Buffalo's busy schedule coming up here with Edmonton Monday and then a monster game on Tuesday on Long Island with the Islanders. I mentioned that New York already had beaten Detroit today. That game earlier today, kind of a tough spot. Like You want the Red Wings to win, you want the Islanders to win to knock each other off, but ultimately you just don't want that game to go to overtime. So in that sense... Um, I guess, you know, it played out the way they wanted to. It was a 4-1 Islanders regulation win. Um, I guess when I, when I meant by, you know, you want each of them to win to beat the other team. Of course, you don't want them to win, but uh, the Islanders end up with uh, the win today. So Detroit sitting at 65 points. The Sabres are now three points clear uh, of the Red Wings uh, with 68. Big matchup at 6 o'clock tonight, Pittsburgh and Florida. And again, same scenario here. Um, I guess you're probably rooting for Florida because, they're behind Buffalo, and you've got the games in hand. The Sabres have played equal number of games as the Penguins as of this moment and are three points back. So, again, probably first and foremost, no overtime there uh, to make it a three-point game, but I would guess you're probably rooting for the Panthers to win that game. Florida is at home tonight 
against Pittsburgh if you're looking for a good game to watch at 6. There's only one game going on right now. They're in the third period in Boston, and the Bruins have a 3-1 to lead on the New York Rangers. 5-3 the final here in our game as the Sabres get a win against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, we're expecting to hear from Sabres head coach Don Granato and his live post-game press conference. Uh, when we hear from the coach, it'll be brought to you by Salino Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Tempstar Emergency Services, specialists bringing heat on and off the ice. The Sabres pick up their 32nd win of the season tonight, and with that, their record now improves to 32-25-4. And uh, if you heard Paul ask a question about it in the locker room, 32 wins now for the Sabres. That matches the total that they had in all 82 last year. So 61 games, they've got their 32nd win. Last year, 82 games, they had 32 wins. So if you want to see the improvement right there, I mean, the Sabres still have 21 games to go to try to improve on that win total, and uh, they'll obviously have to. Right now, 68 points. you got to figure maybe mid-90s in terms of the point total is what's going to get you in in the Eastern Conference. The fun part, at least about the wild card race, is it's not like you're just trying to catch one spot. There's two spots up for grabs right now, essentially between seven teams, the Islanders, the Penguins, the Sabres, the Senators, the Panthers, the Capitals, and the Red Wings are all in it. All seven teams are separated by just a total of seven points. And the team at the top right now of the wild card race is the Islanders, have played the most games. They've played at least two more than everybody. They've played 65 games. You've got Florida and Washington with 63, Detroit with 62, and Ottawa, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo have all played 61. So now that makes it even juicier in terms of the points percentage. If you go in that route, it's even tighter because that actually would put Buffalo in the wild card number two at the moment. Uh, they would be the second wild card team. It would be Pittsburgh with a 582 points percentage, and then the Sabres with 557, and then the Islanders at 554. All right, Sabres head coach Don Granato, let's take you there live. In that game, your guys just keep going and going and going. Didn't matter if there was a call, what it was, uh, what made them just be able, hey, whatever, we're going to overcome it. We needed that. We needed that focus. We needed to be dialed in and really stay consistent. I thought, you know, maybe the last five minutes we got a little careless, but. Um, there was a lot to fight through to make sure we were steadfast in how we wanted to play with pace and pressure and um, a lot of things that could have caused ups and downs and distractions. Uh, I commend our guys uh, staying very dialed in because we needed that win and I think our room knew we needed that win. Do you like the pushback from the group? I did. I did. It's important. Um, you know, it's, uh, I thought uh, Riley was real good. I thought Bush was real good, um, and, and multiple others. So um, loved it. I uh, felt Comrie was dialed in, uh, played very well. Young guys played very well. But yeah, I, I did. I liked everybody was pushing and not afraid to push back. That's a good sign. I like your use of the word distractions. Um, <laughs> there were so many bizarre things going on in that game. How concerned were you about your guys' ability to just keep playing because? Between the shenanigans and officiating, there was a lot more just going on than hockey there. Yeah, most of the time when you see me lose some composure, it's uh, it's player safety. Uh, that's where I, I I have no tolerance, patience for when 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 I when I feel personally there there should be a greater regard for safety. Um, 
you know, we want to play hard and, and, um, and an honest, hard game. And that's where, that's where if you see me upset, that's usually what I'm upset at. Um, and I try to keep our guys focused and dialed in on that. So, um, you know, that's just the hindsight or insight in that to, you know, what, what may, uh, why I may. And I do think, you know, as a, as a coach, you're, it's challenging because you're putting players in a situation where you, you, you have to defend your players. Um, and, yeah, you don't you want to maintain composure, and but you you want them to maintain composure. Uh, you know, Akposo is, is um, very well respected and, and can have conversations out of, you know, out of uh, what he's built in respect, and that's good. That's a good guy to have. Um, but those are games, obviously, uh, lots of games. There's emotions, and you get closer, and you get in playoff races, and um, you're going to have a lot more pressure on everybody involved in that game. And I think it's becomes you got to manage it through, and I think uh, Kyle does a very good job of that. Obviously, uh, Samgus has a lot of respect, too, and I think those are important uh, pieces in, in the whole game operations for, for teams. Down in the first... Uh, Ten minutes in the second period, Donnelly only played two shifts. Was that by design, or was he starting to feel a little bit? By design, you know, we we want to wanted to ease him back in, knowing that he's going to push it. And um, what he was dealing with that that has uh, has resolved um, was something that could be aggravated after fatigue sets in. Uh, so more minutes. So at least initially. Uh, today we play back to back now so we'll probably look to manage minutes if possible there just to make certain that he is back to full uh, because again if if he gets to a certain point of fatigue it he could have a flare-up um, he might not but he could so why why risk that until he can get a few games under his belt and build up uh, the stamina whatever he needs uh, so that was Strategic, and it was nice to be up by goals to to, to do that. Um, that that really helped. Is there a, Eric said that he feel he finally feels like he did in October. Just what kind of vibe has he given off that shows you that he's he's found a bit of a groove here? Well, he he has a lot of experience. Uh, hindsight, he's he's even as a backup, he's a guy that's internalized and taking things in, even when he backs up and. Uh, he's done that through his whole career, so he, everything matters to him. Every puck, every every play, and when it matters, you're tracking every detail and potential thing that could happen with great hindsight because he studied the game, he studied his position, shooters on the other team. Uh, he was real good for us in a tough game in, in uh, Tampa, whatever it was, uh, a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, and this is not an easy team to, to play. You have to know who can who's the high percentage shooters and who may be shooting for rebounds and such. Um, and he's, he's, he studies those things. He's, he's, um, so like I said, he's dialed in, everything matters to him and he is, uh, you know, rising to the occasion, uh, right now, the way I see him playing. Do you have an update on Stillman? What'd you like about his game? Stillman, the update I would have is good. So we'll see what, you know, we'll follow up with more details, but just seeing him after the game, walking around here, interacting with team and teammates, uh, he, he appears to be pretty normal, and, but we'll we'll follow up on an official uh, next time we, you know, as I think get any further update needed. But he looked good. What'd you like about his game though when he was when he was in? You know, two two games in, we've thrown not not a lot at him, 
but he has a base that we can throw certain things at him with how we want to play, and I thought he was really, uh, really good. Made lots of steps forward yesterday having a practice uh, and a partner in practice. Uh, we were able to do some, you know, some movements and drills of how we want to move around the ice, and thought he was able to apply it very well today. Um, I know that, uh, you, you know, he got in that fight, and I, I can tell you right now, uh, learning his personality and learning more about him, he wanted to do it for his team and his teammates. He's, he's in a new place, uh, new new fans, new environment, and he he went into that, and I don't think he was thinking about himself one bit, and I think that's where he got caught. Uh, he, he, he probably could have defended himself, uh, thought of defending, you know, defending a little better in that fight. He just wanted to go. He just was excited about it, and the adrenaline got the best of him. But uh, the 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 intent and intention, I think, was outstanding uh, for him. Uh, and again, keep in mind how how that team was was going. You know, they didn't like the altercation after Dahl's hit, uh, and it was quiet after that. And that's uh, it, you know, again, he he sensed and felt he wanted to do something for the new group here and the team and. Um, love to compete in him. You had four crazy games against Tampa this year. You go 2-1-1. One, and one. I mean, a lot of young guys in your locker room. What kind of statement does that make? To, to everyone knows what they've done the last three years. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they obviously um, are a very accomplished team. We felt that you know, our, our pace is, uh, is, is good, and, and that probably the edge that we have, and we wanted to play with pace, and we know if we do that, it's, it's, it's going to make things more challenging for them. Um, you still have to watch out for them uh, because they're dangerous everywhere and at any moment. But uh, but we had good pace. We've we've tried to push the pace in games against them, uh, and it's and it's good for us that we were able to push toward our identity against a very good hockey team. So um, you know uh, when you compare it to a year ago, um, yes, marked improvement uh, and and obviously performance, but results and outcome uh, marked improvement. So um, good sign of progress. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 